the focus of human design is that um, deconditioning so that you can be more in alignment. And when you're with human design, it's like things shouldn't be a struggle. The idea is that when you're in alignment, when you're living your design, um, it's, it's not a struggle, like life is a struggle, but how you respond and like knowing what to do next and feeling okay with your decisions and um, all that kind of stuff shouldn't be a struggle. A word that comes to mind from my interview with Rachel Onajathi is deconditioning. As you listen, you'll probably gain some clues as to how you can listen to your own inner authority and not what society tells you or how you were raised because you have a specific design and that design will help guide you to make decisions that are most aligned with your soul path. I can't wait for you to listen into this just incredible interview. This was recorded inside my membership group, Activate, the membership group for soul-led women. If you would like to jump in with our group, there's a link in the show notes to follow to join us. All right, enjoy. Hey, and welcome to this Passionate Life podcast. We tap into what it takes to turn your passions into profits with intimate talks with women who are walking the talk. This is your host, Stephanie Zito, intuitive soulpreneur mentor for women who choose in favor of alignment, abundance, and happiness. Come find me on Facebook at Stephanie Zito Coach and hit subscribe so you don't miss a beat of this podcast to raise your vibe and align with your best life. Welcome to Rachel. Rachel, is it Ono Jaffe? Yeah, I mean, however you want. Uh, it's the official pronunciation is Ono Jaffe. Ono Jaffe, so, okay. Yeah, it's I Nigerian. I asked you before. What? Rachel, it's fine. <laughs> I butcher your last name. No, so, no worries. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you with us. She's a life coach and believer in you and your dreams, a wellness warrior, animal lover, fearless founder, a new mom. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and the creatrix of the cosmic clues method. She works with women who are women with an XN who are ready uh, yes. to embrace their dreams. Yes. Thank you for that. And take action. <laughs> Her signature offer is coaching to discover your superpower using cosmic clues to learn to know, love, and be yourself. Yes. That's yes. me. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell us what we're talking about, but I just want to hear more about being an animal lover. Oh, yes. So um, I am, let's see, I think it's like two and a half years ago. Now I went vegan. But even before that, I would have described myself as an animal lover. I um, grew up uh, doing 4-H. I don't know, the Americans will probably know what 4-H is. No one else do. does, even yeah, though it was like invented is. in England, but English people don't know what it is. So um, but <laughs> yeah, so I grew up like raising chickens in our backyard. We were like in a small house in the suburbs, but we had a yard. So we had like rescued uh, baby rabbits. We raised chickens. I had dogs, cats. And, um, and then we went on to the larger animals, raised like a cow um, for meat, sadly at the time, and uh, pigs and goats and all that kind of stuff. So I've always been, just felt like a real connection to animals. I like work with my spirit animal all the time. It's just this, it's just a thing, you know? I think a lot of people in your group will feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, well, Heather's saying congratulations to you for being a new mama. Thank you. Yes, yeah. he is. My little boy is four and a half months old. Oh, so. yay. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> his name is Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Trisha's saying awesome. What, um, who's your spirit animal? 
So my spirit animal is a black jaguar. Like I met her in this incredible like meditation. It was to meet your spirit guide, spirit animal. And I expected it to be a totally different animal. I was like, oh, it's gonna be a wolf, 100%. Like I love wolves, always like resonate. And then all of a sudden, like through this like waterfall visualization, like she appeared and I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. So that's my, a lot of people who study spirit animals know you might have like a totem animal, which is like your ancestral one. And you might have different animals that visit you at different times in life. She's my spirit and uh, power animal. So yeah. that's right. Yeah. She really I can totally see that. Gives yeah. me power. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. when I looked at it's amazing. Like when I looked up the meaning, because I didn't really know what a black jaguar like signified, it's things like independence things like um, the divine feminine and like intuition and relying mm -hmm. on yourself. And she's ruled by the moon, which is crazy. Cause I've got like moon tattoos all down my back. The moon is yeah. how I got into all this cosmic stuff. So everything's connected. It's all just so synchronous, you know? It is right. It totally yeah. is. Well, yeah. and also, um, so Heather's like, whoa, uh, with your uh, boy's name, Jordan, because oh. um, years ago she uh had a, a child come through who, who she who she lost named jordan oh, so i know she's really a, oh yeah, wow oh. yeah i mean she's very an angel now there yes. you go yeah mm -hmm. exactly yo yeah oh, it's such an amazing name we just like were when we were picking names we were you know i knew i wanted something that was related to water because jordan is like related to like the jordan river and like and it means like river and water and all these different things. And it's just such an ancient name. I just really loved it. So yeah, yeah. I, it's great right. to share that. Yeah. 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 And she's saying she's supposed to be here. You can, Heather, you can just say whatever you want to. You can blabber away. It's good. Yeah. Whatever you're saying, someone else is connecting to as well. So yes. Yes. go for it. So what we're going to do here is, so this whole podcast season and what we're doing really is talking about quantum leaps. And uh, so what we're kind of talking about is quantum leaps in aligned decision-making by following your human design. So we're going to discuss the concept of authority. There's so much yes. to unpack here in oh human design gosh. and how yep. we best use it to make decisions and find clarity, stop being confused and start being decisive. So what does that mean? What is our authority? <laughs> Yes. Okay. So it's like, where to start with human design? I'll give like a brief intro to like what human design is just at a very high level for people in case they have never heard of it. So human design is a system. It's an incredibly complex, amazing system that brings together different systems so that we can better understand our energy and how to best use our energy. The goal of learning human design is to live your design. So people will always talk about um, like align, being in alignment. That's like a big theme of human design. Um, you know, living life your way, not the way that you've probably been taught. Um, there's a lot of work, like if you're being coached by someone who knows human design, it you'll probably be coached around something called deconditioning. So it's like, you know, we take in all of these like stereotypes and ideas and beliefs about like who we are and who we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to operate. And then human design helps us to like realign with our design and decondition and get rid of those programs and just stop running them. Um, it's not a quick process, right? Like they talk about in human design, it taking seven years of deep work to fully decondition. I kind of question whether you can ever fully decondition because we're mm -hmm. here to like live in the world, live with other people. There's always going to be expectations and like ideas coming at us, but yeah. it's a really beautiful way of like 
understanding who you're truly like meant to be. It's, it's intense. So human design, um, was channeled by this amazing guy named Ra Uru um, in the 1980s. And he like channeled it like directly this like whole massive book over like, I think it was like a two week period or something crazy. And he, um, it's a combination of the chakra system. So you'll recognize the energy centers as I talk about them. Um, it, so it's like the nine energy centers. So the seven chakras plus two, and then you, it uses astrology heavily. It uses um, the I Ching or the I Ching, depending on how you pronounce it. Um, it uses, um, what else is there? I think there's like moon cycles and transits. That's kind of the astrology side. And there's a bit of numerology as well. So there's like so many different systems yeah together in one it's incredible so yeah that's that's my brief intro of like what is human design (laughs) yeah no that's really helpful because I've seen I actually see I keep I've looked at that book so many times and I have this is like my the size of the book (laughs) oh do you have is it not this one is it I don't have it is it not this this one it's not the front cover okay cool this is a great beginner's guide that's good to know that's good to know because the one i that's probably why maybe i haven't bought it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i thought i'd show it in case this is um just so if anyone wants to know this is understanding human design the new science of astrology discover who you really are by karen curry karen curry is like one of my faves she's amazing yeah wonderful yeah Yeah, and we've we've tapped into that so some of that like some uh numerology especially coming from like the kundalini lineage yes uh, Yes. Chakras, the, like, the, is it the six bodies is that in kundalini or 10 um, bodies 10 bodies yeah. the 10 bodies yes yes the embodiments yeah so yeah. we did a class on that so it kind of like we've been like doing it slowly like in <laughs> dimensions of time but this is like so boom, download yeah. it all <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> there's just so much to unpack and what I really yeah. love like in my work I use uh, something called the cosmic clues method and what I love is 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 mixing and taking what works but between all of these different systems and kind of like painting a picture of like who you are your highest and best self and how you can evolve so it's kind of like astrology has so much insight and wisdom human design has so much insight and wisdom numerology has so much insight and wisdom tarot and oracle and intuitive arts i mean there's just so much out there um but this is just another tool that you can use Um, and it's not another way to box yourself in it's not about that um in fact i think that would be pretty challenging to do with human design just because of the complexity but um but it is i think a wonderful like opening of like okay how am I actually meant to operate? Not what I think I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Right. No, that's great. Especially because, uh, you know, I was thinking about like just our, everything we get from our parenting and from um, even our our lineage and our heritage. And, you know, Trisha's saying like, she definitely needs to decondition. And yeah, Heather's like, there's endless soul studies. There is, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're watching and you have something that you're thinking about to decondition, like I'd love for you to type that in here too, so we can chat about it. And I'm just going to bring this up before I ask you like your next, next, another question, or maybe this will lead to it too, Rachel, but (laughs) this has been really interesting for me recently. I feel like I'm on this cusp with money, you know, because we think of conditioning. I've got my parents conditioning, which I won't get into, you know, we all have that, but it's been so interesting because I really feel like there's this cusp, like when you were talking, it came to mind Mm. of, um, I keep having these like visions of this house we're meant to live in. There's like certain feelings, like the way my body feels on the inside around money or like um, seeing what's coming in or just something magically just appearing in my account and like envisioning even like another 
zero at the end of it, or, you know, I don't know. I love it. Difference happening. <laughs> interesting. This is very interesting. Yeah. It's also Scorpio season right uh-huh. now. Right. So it's like the concept of things that are taboo. Like we don't want to talk or think about money or, or it's like taboo to want money. So this is all like coming in, right. It's like, we're uncovering all these layers right now. I know so good. Me too, by the way, like money is like money and health are kind of my two big themes that I'm working on personally right now. It's huge. Yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And Heather's saying you have a lot in common and there's, um, there's another thing I want to bring up and then I have this question. Yeah, um, and Heather's saying this happening to her with sexuality. Seriously, ooh, ooh yeah, very love Scorpio. It. Love it. <laughs> All the kinkiness yes. this season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking, like, can we talk about some S and M? Like, what? <laughs> yes, let's talk about it all. Um, <clears throat> So I don't know about you, because I, I just have to I have to bring this up. So when you were talking too about all these things that happen with human design, so um, I don't know if you have one of these things. Like I have a Healy. I work with a Healy. No, what is that? It's micro no, frequency. It's like microcurrent, microfrequency, oh, cool. and it has wow. settings to help us like sort of align energetically with the chakras. Um, not numerology, but there's something else you mentioned. But there's all sorts of stuff for like like our mental state, our mental health, like the oh, chakras, wow. uh, protection, like aligning with the planets, aligning planetarily. Ooh, that's so cool. So yes. I feel like it's another tool, like another tool yes. in the toolbox to kind of I'll help have to look them. into that. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Oh my God. Absolutely. Let's, let's, we'll chat later about that. Yeah. I want to know more. Yeah. Yeah. So Heather's saying like money, health, more damn sex. And then (laughs) Meg is like, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now I forget my question. (laughs) Oh, we want, um, I can also, if, if you want, I can also talk about, well, once we get into authority, I can kind of explain a bit more. I also have, um, if you want me to share my screen, I can show a little, I can show a human design chart as I'm talking. If people want to see it, if not, it doesn't matter. I can still talk about it. So yeah. Yeah. Just go ahead. I feel like you're on the cusp of whatever. Go. go. Okay. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Just wind me up and let me go. Yeah. So let's just go with that. Sure. No, I don't, I don't mind how we do it, but, um, but yeah, so I can kind of explain, do you want me to dive into authority now or, and kind of the concept of getting clarity, or do you want to talk generally about human design first? Yeah. Let's do the human design chart. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Cool. Let's show let's that. general okay. and get into authority. Let me, yeah. oh, okay. So it says, I think I need your permission. Okay. You might need to make me a co-host on zoom so okay. that I can share it. If it doesn't work, it's okay. I can still talk about it. Okay. Maybe just talk about some stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, um, so human design. So for those of you who have your chart, it's going to look kind of funky. It's like, okay. It's like an outline of a human, like, you know, you've got the head and then kind of like this weird body, it's called the body graph. And then you've got the, the nine energy centers. Um, and depending on the type that you are, the energy centers will either be, um, colored in or white. So if they're white, that's what we refer to as undefined, or sometimes they're open. Let's just say undefined to keep it simple. And then if they're colored in, that means that they're defined. So um, I I don't want to get into too much detail about it, but basically there are like five main types. So when you start learning human design, the key things you want to start looking at are type, strategy, and authority. 
And then you can start looking at other detailed stuff. I mean, you could be studying, like I said, for seven years <laughs> and still not know everything about your chart. It's insane. But start with your type, your strategy, and your design. So the type is like the configuration of what defined and undefined centers you have. Um, and that it, there are like five different types. Um, they range from um, like the different ways of using your energy. For example, just as a quick example, I'm a manifesting generator. They sometimes refer to us as like the energizer bunnies of human design. Like we have the sacral life force energy that allows us to just brrr, do a million things. Um, in in you know our decon our conditioning that happens to me as a manifesting generator is people say, oh, you need to pick one thing. You need to have one career. You need to have one job. You have to one skill. Like you need to stick to it and be consistent and finish what you start. That's the conditioning that I grew up with. Okay, Rachel, this is me. This Sorry. is me. I'm a manifest. Oh, is this you? Are you yes. a manifest? Okay. Yes. Yes. With, I love with it. emotional authority. Oh, me too. Okay. Strategies yes. to respond. So when to you respond. say all of that, yes. mm -hmm. I will tell you like years ago when I went through some kind of training, I remember uh, the instructor being telling me I was a jack of all trades, master of none. And uh, I was like, I actually didn't take it as an insult. I was like, oh. okay, <laughs> that's good. I was like, yeah, that's, I love living my life like that. Like I just yeah. follow the breadcrumbs and yes, that's just, how it, you should do it. Yeah. Also the multitasking. I'm like, I want to do all the things at once. I just yeah. Yeah. And we actually, and exactly. So if you, for those of you out there, if you're a manifesting generator, you are definitely here to do things that light you up and you can work really quickly. You're not meant to necessarily like wait and, and think about it for like yeah. years and years and years. If you have an in instinct to create a program, go ahead and do it. Yes. Like don't wait. I mean, you wait to respond. So we can yeah. talk about responding, which is your strategy, um, but you're responding to the universe and that can happen quickly. It doesn't have to happen over a long period of time. You're not meant, you're like not meant to necessarily finish everything that you're st you start. You're meant to like have yeah. this amazing project you're really passionate about, close it, done, on to the next, you know, See so- yeah. What I love about this is that when you know this, then you're like, you can relax into it. It's like, yes. you don't have to be like, beat yourself up because I didn't become a dentist and just be a dentist yes. my whole life, which is also beautiful and wonderful. Exactly. But I don't have to beat uh -huh. myself up because I'm like a dabbler and just like, yes. yeah. And, and when I, and when I got to that space without even realizing it, knowing human design, where I'm like, mm -hmm. I just need to make this and do it then yes. it makes sense. So yes. and Heather's so funny. She's like, I'm a manifesting staller. Is that ah! <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and Megan, and Megan, That's so funny. And Megan's asking, where do you see where, what you are? So, um, when you download your chart, depending on where you get it, there should be like, um, if you went to my body graph, sometimes it doesn't download in the download, but on the screen on the side, there will be like a list of the different like things. So it'll the information say information hub, introduction, yeah. strategy and authority material in step one and strategy. I'm on my computer, so I don't know on a phone, okay. it looks different. And when I see it, it's on my computer. Yeah. But it should so. say things like type strategy, authority profile. It should. And yeah. then like little words next to each one. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully you can see that As some, for some reason, some, some of the software doesn't actually download all that in the download. They just download the, the actual body graph. And Rachel, um, if you do want to screen share, you should be able to now. Oh, okay. If you can't cool. let me know. I, I, it'll be quick for me to switch it if you can't. Okay. So yeah, I just wanted to show you. So this is my body graph. Um, can you see it? 
Uh, I can see it on the Zoom. I can, can see it on the it. Zoom, but it might on be a Zoom. delay. That's okay. Yeah, uh, usually okay, there's there a bit of a delay. Okay, we're okay. good. We're good. Cool. Yeah. So it looks like this. Um, and then like this, I can't remember exactly where I got this from, but so you know, it, it'll look like this. It'll have, you know, all these different planetary glyphs on each side. One of the sides is conscious, one is subconscious. It'll have different arrows. Potentially yours might look slightly different. And then it will have down here. So you have type manifesting generator, um, strategy to respond and then inner authority. So those are the, the three most important things you need to kind of focus on when you're first getting into it. Ignore the rest of it because it's just, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, look at that. There's <laughs> a lot, yeah. So um, so yeah, so I am a manifesting generator. So is Steph. Um, in terms of strategy, um, or maybe I'll talk about other types really quickly. So there's yeah. like, um, it's really fascinating. So most people are out there are a type of generator, either a generator or a manifesting generator. Um, those are two different types, but they're very related because they both have the sacral. So that would mean you had this little square here colored in red. So that if you have that, you're either a generator or a manifesting generator. And that's life force energy. So when you have these little centers colored in, like I said, that means they're defined. That means you have consistent access to the energy of that, um, that center. So the sacral being life force energy in human design means that you have consistent access to that. You don't need any outside stimulation in order to get yourself excited and going and like have the energy to do stuff. Yeah. Um, it all just comes from like inside of you. So, um, having like a healthy inner world and being in touch with what's inside of you is really important. Whereas if this is white for you, you're going to get a lot of stimulation and inspiration from the outside world. And so that means that like your environment, the people around you, that's like really, really important for how you like when you're ready to use your energy or how you can use your energy that makes sense. So I'm just giving kind of like a couple little like tidbits of information here. There's another, yeah, sorry. You can pause me if you want. No, no, no. <laughs> I have a quick question. Can you do yeah. this for your kids too? Is there like a certain age at which yes. you can do it? Yes, actually, I'm actually in the at the looking for um, someone who specifically does because there are a few people who specifically do like for parents, like parenting yeah. out there, and I'm looking for kind of the right person. Um, to, when you to do, let me know. It. I want to. Yeah, I'll person. let you know. Yeah, because I don't do that specifically parenting, but because um, I'm a new parent, but I but there are people who have like lots of experience in that area. It's so important that you know how your kids work um like i know my son's chart now and i can already see i'm like okay he's so different for me it's so important to know that what works for me isn't going to work for him yeah um and it even breaks down into like how they eat you know or what kind of environment they need um for learning all that kind of stuff is covered in human design it's, it's really so interesting mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah another another type of um just to give another quick example of a type so we talked about manifesting generators a little bit about generators generators have more of that like completion energy like they like to become the masters of something so when you talked about jack of all trade master of none it's like a manifesting generator superpower is their like their vibe, their unique vibe and energy generators, um, they can learn how to master something and they like to finish what they start and they're meant to, which is really great. Um, and then projectors are people who are here to guide us. It's mm. really cool. They have this like guiding, like wisdom energy there. Everyone has wisdom, but it's like projectors are going to have like a deep amount of knowledge, like kind of like T shaped knowledge 
um, into a particular area or subject or way of being um, so that they can like help guide us. It's like, I've heard it described as if they're like the, the birds on the telephone pole, like looking out into the future who can tell, you know, what storms are coming. Yeah, got <laughs> so, it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's really cool. Um, it's an amazing system. There's also two other types I haven't talked about manifestors and then uh, reflectors. So well, there's five types total. Just yeah. so real quick, um, yeah. so back to the kids, Heather has been a family coach for 20 years. And so she's sort of saying if that relates to what you're talking about, I mean, I'd say, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, uh, he's worked with occupational therapy and with, you know, small kids. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, yeah, 100%. And then Megan is saying that her root, solar plexus, and spleen are her defined. And I'm curious, so Megan, if you can see like what your type is. So she's going to be emotional authority. Um, I know that because if you have a defined solar plexus, it's colored in. That means that you're emotional authority. So I will talk about that when I get to authority. Um, what type she is. So she has these three defined. Um, she yeah, could I'm be a projector. If she could see that, yeah. I'm assuming she's a projector because I think to be a manifester, you have to have the throat defined. So I think she's a projector. Very cool. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's just such a cool system. It's like amazing. So projectors, yeah, like I said, they're here to like guide us. Um, and they often are people who have a very specific niche um, who can have like this deep knowledge in something. Most human design readers are projectors, which is really interesting that I've come wow. across. Um, yeah, it said it kind of makes sense because it's such a like a deep, intense, complex system. And then the other human design readers that I found are, are manifesting generators like me. So it's like fascinating when you look at things, but it's not to say that anyone has to be any, you know, career. Yeah. It's like everyone can be everything. It's just in how you do it. Totally. Right. Yeah. So, um, so the other thing, so I talked about type um, strategy. So um, I won't go into all the strategies because it's like a whole thing on its own, but strategy is really important. So strategy, just to give you an example here. So my strategy is to respond. So is yours, Seth. So all manifesting generators will have the same strategy, all reflectors, all manifestors, like every type has the same strategy. Mm -hmm. So the to respond strategy is like, um, you're we're not here to initiate so like you know we're taught to believe that you just go out and do something but actually to be in alignment with our 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 design we need to respond to things so it's like if you are thinking about going on a vacation for example and um but you're wondering where to go um don't just kind of think like pick something randomly and initiate booking that plane ticket as a manifesting generator or a generator both have the strategy to respond um, wait and receive the signs from the universe so if you start all of a sudden seeing lots of things about the caribbean popping up everywhere and then someone mentions it in the grocery store and then you saw an ad on tv and you're like oh wouldn't that be nice um then you know that's probably something that's set up for you to respond to and then you use your emotional your, your emotional or sacral authority to make the decision so yeah. it's not to say you're just sitting around waiting all the time because it can happen really quickly, but, mm -hmm. um, but it is being open to receive. So that's, yeah, that's the strategy of the manifesting generator and the generator. Well, what do you do if someone, <clears throat> let's say like that, that is my, let's say, let's, I, I'm thinking about blocks. I'm thinking about like when we're blocked and yeah. we're like, if I, if I didn't know this, 
about myself and Mm -hmm. I was blocked to like I kept like I think about like when I bought the Healy it was very much like I saw it it came into my consciousness a couple times and then Mm -hmm. I intuitively just went for it but what if I had been like oh I don't know if it'll work or if I should spend the money or blah 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 Mm -hmm. you know how do you work with someone who's kind of blocked towards their way yeah that's a good point well um so you mean someone who's kind of out of alignment maybe, or who doesn't trust themselves? Sure. Like let's, like my example would be, let's say that I, um, like now that I, you know, this is me, I'm a manifesting generator. I, my thing is to yeah. respond, but let's say that I, uh, I'm, I'm blocked, I'm blocked. I'm fearful because of something that's happened in my past. I'm afraid of making these decisions. Um, yeah. or I'm afraid of trusting these clues. Like I don't have trust, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do in that situation? Like, how do you, yes. how do you help well, someone who has blocks? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that's like a, such a huge question because uh, it d- <laughs> depends on what the block is, but in general, <laughs> in general, oh I would say, <laughs> yeah, but in, in general, uh-huh. it's about starting to listen to yourself. Um, so if you are blocked with, um, so today I really want to talk about making decisions because so many people say that they're confused, right? Like they're confused about what to do. They're confused about what they want. They're confused yeah. about who they are. Um, I believe that like confusion is really, um, it's kind of like this like fog that's there between us and trusting ourselves. Um, because if we trusted ourselves and if we um, listened and got that, we would get that clarity. So I think that, um, you know, confusion isn't really confusion. It's, it's a form to me, it's a form of insecurity actually. So if you want to practice being more certain or practice, uh, trusting yourself more, um, then the best way to do that is to start listening to what your like inner self is saying. So ask yourself questions. So, um, you know, you can say, um, did you give me an example of, of something that, let's see, let's think of a block. Uh, maybe yeah, you I mean, to... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, like maybe someone wants to start a business, but they're not sure that they can do it. So ask yourself questions like, um, do I, do I want to do this? Why do I want to do this? Um, what would life be like if my, my dream came true? Um, what would my day look like? What would my, uh, energy, what would it feel like? Like if you start asking yourself questions, um, and it's almost like you're asked, then you can respond to your own questions, (laughs) you know, it's like envisioning it. It's like envisioning Oh my God. So, um, Heather is like, I know Heather, I know you're meant, you meant to be here for a reason. (laughs) Yeah. So give yourself something to respond to, because if you're just like sitting at home and not, not engaging with life. Right. And kind of in that like depressed state of like, not, not engaging with people, life, you know, decisions, anything like that, because you're afraid, then the, the antidote to that is to start taking like little baby steps of making decisions and engaging with stuff. So if you try something and you're like, Ooh, actually, you know what? I really didn't like that. Great. You've responded. Like it's, it's just making sure that you're pushing yourself to engage with things. And through that engagement is where you'll get your ability to respond and to figure out, yeah. does this work for me or not? Well, and I also want to add to that too, because I think about like, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur and having my own business, like I've definitely had to go through a lot of growth points that Mm. uh, felt really uncomfortable, you know, uh, and and, and actually taking baby steps through like other businesses, like having like, um, 
uh, kind of MLM business or something uh, uh, where I really learned how to reach out and put myself out there and um, ways that maybe you know, pushed me. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm only bringing that up because when you mention that and you look at like, you know, what feels right, I feel like sometimes there are things that we do that, that we grow through, right? So yeah, definitely. Yeah. So there might be something that is like, because you want this thing so much, like you want to be a cosmic closed life coach so much, maybe there were things that felt uncomfortable that you did because you yeah. knew it was so important to do this. You had to go through that. So I don't know if you had anything like that, if that's something that you ever had to go through or yes. maybe you're different than me. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, definitely. I've, I've definitely learned a lot through trial and error. So for example, last year I um, set up a group coaching, like a group business coaching um, group. And I realized mm -hmm. that I actually preferred working one-to-one -one at that time. Yeah. And it was like the way that I was doing it wasn't, um, it worked for, it was great for like six months. But after that six months, I was like, I think I'm done now. Like, <laughs> I think I'm done. <laughs> and it was so funny because the members were like, wait a minute, what? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm done now, but I'll create more stuff in the future. And like, yeah. <laughs> so, so going through, and it wasn't a waste at all. It wasn't a waste for me. It wasn't a waste for them. They got so much out of it. I got so much out of it. I created so much, so many like different um, trainings and programs. And I learned what works for me and what doesn't. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it wasn't a waste at all, but I think that trial and error and being in the spirit of being able to move on from something that didn't work and recognizing that nothing is a waste of time. You've learned so much is really healthy. Yeah, I don't absolutely. know if that's kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, in a sense, for sure. And also realizing like, you know, when you do it and you try it or you date it, for instance, like you dated it, you dated it and you're like, nope, that's not for me. You know, yeah. what I look about that is like you, uh, it sounds like you had a clean separation. Like you didn't feel guilty. Yeah. You didn't put this pressure mm -hmm. on yourself. Like, you know, you had to keep going for these people. Like it was okay mm -hmm. to shift. Like you allowed I, mean, I did that for a couple you. months and then I just realized that wasn't, <laughs> that yeah. wasn't in alignment. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, so Trisha's saying, you know, her problem is not believing what she's seeing. Example, the signs are there, but my logical side of my brain tells me to doubt it, that there is an explanation for the sign. So it isn't a sign at all. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, I want to know what authority you are. Um, do you, does she know if she I can think Trisha then I can that. give you specific ways to help you make decisions. Oh, good. I'll go through there are three primary authorities in human design. And then there's like three kind of uh, lesser known ones that are kind of yeah. like 1% of the population has. Yeah. Well, by the same token, if you, Megan, if you have any questions like that too, yeah. Megan says she's, she found it. Megan is a generator with emotional authority. Okay, cool. Three emotion right here on this call right now. Perfect. Emotional authority is the, um, is the, the, the one that most people like the most popular authority. Um, and it's also, I think the, the one that like, when people hear it, they're like, Oh my God. Yes. What does that mean though? Like, what does it's that mean? so great. Okay. So I'll dive into it. So in human design, there are three types of authority, which is all of, three primary types of authority and then three lesser known ones. And these are all about how do you make decisions? None of them are about the mind um, the mind is kind of like it talks about the human design talks about the mind as being like the, the passenger in the back seat. 
And it's the body, the intuition, the energy that's driving that's oh running God. the show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So with emotional authority, this is like kind of like the strongest hit of decision making that you can have. Um, as in here, I'll, I'll explain. So what it is, is that the solar plexus, when you go back to your graph, um, I'll bring it up again. I'll show you where the solar plexus is. It's like your belly. Yeah. Uh, well, in this graph, it's actually on the right hand side. Okay. So, but yes, in the body, it would be more your belly. Exactly. Like the fire in your belly kind of concept. Um, and, but in the human design graph, here it is, it's this triangle that's on the right hand side. So um, this triangle, if you're emotional authority, that means it's going to be uh, colored in. As you see, it's like not white, it's brown. Um, so if you have that, you are always on something that is called the emotional wave. So the emotional wave is um, like, think of it, I almost think of it as emotional roller coaster, but that sounds a little negative. <laughs> the emotional <laughs> wave. Like it, it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be fun as well. But yeah, it's, it's intense is what it is. Yeah. So, um, so it's this idea that you're always somewhere on the wave. You can be at the top of the wave where you're feeling amazing and you're like superhero power and queen and yes, Beyonce vibes. Like, you know, you can be at the top of the wave. Like, yeah, I have clarity. I'm making the decision. I'm not feeling weird about it after I make the decision, done. Um, and then you can also be on the bottom of the wave, which is where you're like questioning everything, not sure what's going on. You have low energy maybe that day, you know, and, and this can last for any period of time. You can be on the top of the wave for a few days, for an hour, whatever. You can be on the bottom of the wave for a few days. Um, and then there's also this like neutral point and then everything in between. So the best place, can you guess, the best place to make decisions, like where on the wave is the best place? You can guess stuff. What do you think? Is this a good question? <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> I would think it would be at the top, right? Right. Okay. But here's what happens. Uh, so it's not at the top, but here's what happens if you make decisions and you're at the top it's the of the middle. Wave. So, it's the so middle. yeah, it's, it's in the middle. So when, <laughs> so when you're on a high and you're like, yes. And then someone comes to you and they're like, Hey, I'm planning a girl's trip for like 20 people to Costa Rica. Are you in? And you're like, yes, like, of course I am. I feel so high. I'm like all the yeses in the world. And then you say, yes, Two days later, you're like, oh my God, I didn't, I don't want to go on this trip. I am like yeah. saving up for this thing. I don't even like these people. I, <laughs> I'm allergic <laughs> to mosquitoes, like whatever it is. You're like, why did I say yes to that thing? Like I was just like caught up in the moment. That's what happens when you make decisions, when you're at the top of the emotional wave, <laughs> you just get really caught up in the moment and yeah. regret it later. And then you feel bad if you have to let people down or if you're a people pleaser, you'll go and you won't enjoy yourself. So it's like, oh, not, not how you're supposed to be living your design. Um, if you make, you know, a decision when you're in the bottom of the wave that then, you know, you're probably going to say no to a lot of things. Or if you're in people pleasing mode, you're going to say yes, but you know, you really don't want to do it. And then you're spending a lot of time and energy feeling terrible about it or worrying like about it. You can't always wait to be in that neutral space, you know? So, so that's the design is that you should wait to be in the neutral space. Yes. That's like, <laughs> that's like goes against everything that I, that I ever do. I know it's, it's challenging. So let me just describe. So what you, what you're meant to do with emotional authority is to 
for big decisions. It doesn't have to be small decisions like what do I eat for lunch? That you can yeah. just decide, go on gut, go, use your sacral gut response. But for bigger decisions like holidays, uh, business related relationships, whatever, it's best to wait until you're in the neutral place. And this is why, because once you get to neutral, so someone asks you to make a decision, you're like, I'll get back to you. First of all, that's your best friend. That's like that true. phrase, I'll get back to you, done. Yeah. Um, and then that's how you're meant to live your design. After you say, I'll get back to you, you're going to go through this emotional roller coaster. As you go through the wave, you're going to experience what it would be like saying yes or no. Like your head is going to go through, okay, what would it be like saying yes or no at all these different levels of emotional energy? So when you get to neutral, finally, at the end, you're going to have perspective. Yeah. You're going to know what it feels like, you know, for like, if you're choosing where to live, for example, and someone's like, we're going to move to, you know, Idaho, you know, at first you might be like, that's a terrible idea, but where are you on the emotional wave? And then you're like, actually, it could be a great idea. And, you know, and you kind of go through and you're experiencing all the different like you see all the perspectives and then when you get to neutral, you're finally ready to make an aligned choice. Yeah. And I feel like if there's something that keeps coming up powerfully, then that's how you're going to know, you know, if it's like, if it's resonating more like, ah, there's some regret with this or something, um, yeah. then I think, yeah, when you take that time with it, I understand that. Yeah. So. And, and the other thing to remember to top tip for emotional authority is that you will probably only ever be 80% sure. Because yeah. you are able to see all the different perspectives. You're able to see, oh, the benefits if I didn't do it or the positives if I did do it. You can see all, you know, all the different sides. So um, don't wait to be 100% sure. Just go with the 80%. Yeah. Trish is funny. She's saying her wave is more like a category five hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She hasn't done her chart yet. So we'll have to check back in when she does. Okay. Yeah. 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 Check back in. Let me know. Cause I would love to know if that is your type. Yeah. We can also talk about sacral authority. Yeah. So, maybe. Um, yeah. Or um, yeah. did you have any other questions about emotional authority? Well, Heather's just saying, yes, she does do this. She didn't always, she makes mistakes ah. though. And she fucks up too. But I think okay. we, I mean, yeah. we all we do learn. That. That's how we learn. Yeah. yeah. I used to always just uh, make decisions in the moment. And mm -hmm. it all, it backfired so many times. <laughs> it was like a terrible idea. So now that I actually like force myself to, to wait and it yeah. might just be a matter of hours. It doesn't have to be days. Mm -hmm. It might just be like, you know, someone asks you something, you're like, let me get back to you. It might yeah. just be like an hour later. And you're like, okay, cool. Now I have the clarity. Right. But it's yeah. worth it. It's well worth it. Cause imagine all the different energy that you're going to expend trying to fix it. Once you make a decision that wasn't right for you. Right. Totally. Yeah. Maybe get into, I think you're just saying the solar. Oh, sacral. Thing? Yeah. Okay. Sacral. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So emotional authority is about the solar plexus. The sacral is about the sacral, <laughs> sacral chakra. Um, so that's the one that's the red one that's in the middle. Um, so that's all about, um, your gut response. So this is the one that most people think they are, or they think that's how they're supposed to make decisions, but not everyone is that way. Most people are emotional authority. Mm, yeah. So for the sacral energy center, it's about your gut response. That means that um, you are meant to make decisions in the moment. You are meant to say yes. And usually it's like a hell yes or a hell no. And the challenge for people with sacral authority is often because of the conditioning, they don't trust their gut, right? They trust yeah. 
someone else's gut, their parents' gut, their boss's gut, you know, so someone else's um, ideas. But really, what you're meant to do is, um, you know, oh, you know, you don't have to explain why. You may not even understand why you feel like this isn't a good idea, whatever the mm -hmm. decision is. But um, but you have to trust yourself and go with it because there's a reason that the universe is helping you to have this response. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the gut reaction, they often call it like a uh-huh or a uh-uh. And so if you're not sure what your gut reaction is and you're a sacral energy um, authority, ask yourself that. You're like, okay, do I want to go on this holiday? Is it uh-huh uh -huh, or uh-uh? Like what, what does it feel like in your body? It's a very like feeling like physical gut response. Yeah. Um, the other thing you can do is like lean forward or lean back. Like, does this make me lean forward or lean back? Right. That's another good thing. It's very physical, the sacral yeah. response. Totally. Yeah. So when you're saying, when you're looking at this chart, like for instance, mine says inner authority, emotional, yes. you're saying that, which does that relate to? That's the solar plexus. It is. So okay. yeah, the one, that little arrow that's on the right in the brown yeah. color. That's so funny. I want it to be this. I want it to be the sacral. Yeah, of course. Of course you do. I want to be sacral as well. Really? Everyone who's emotional authority doesn't want to be emotional authority because so it funny. is so intense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I want that. I want that one where you just know. You just do. Hey, Laura's yeah. coming on. Laura's here. Laura's also a medium and psychic. So Laura, you're going to want to watch this replay, I think, too. But stay, stay. This is good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Heather's saying she get it takes less and less time to get to neutral, like the more yes. soul studies that she does yes that's um, exactly right i should have mentioned that i thought about that as well um yeah. so yeah with the emotional wave the more in touch you are with yourself and the more awareness you have of your feelings the faster you'll be able to you know like cycle through the wave yeah yeah um and megan's saying even though she's an emotional authority her sacral is defined yes that's right yeah. Yes, that's right. So um, you're saying, because you're a, was she a manifesting generator? Megan, were you a manifesting generator? Were you able to see that? She'll be one of the two if she has the sacral defined. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, so when you have the sacral defined, that will, that, that will help you as well, especially with like the small decisions in the moment. Um, but in terms of like the bigger decisions, you want to do your authority first. Yeah. So do the emotional wave first. Um, if you're still kind of like, okay, I'm at neutral now, but I'm still not exactly sure. Then you go to the sacral and say, is it a, uh-huh or an uh-uh, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you, as, as you're watching, if you have questions, just, you know, let us know, yeah. pop them in here. And I'm going to um, ask you a couple more questions too, Rachel. Sure. That's like, you're like, no, no, we need to go over here and talk about this. Like, just uh, Well, there's just so. one more yeah. splenic authority I want to talk oh, about. Okay. Go for um, it. Should I do it? Okay. So, yeah. splenic, <laughs> so splenic authority is kind of the third uh, most, the third authority that most people have, I guess. So it's, uh, emotional is the biggest one, sacral, and then you have splenic. So splenic authority, if you have this, um, this is where you can get intuitive pings. So you'll only have this if you're like a projector or a manifester. So you'll, um, you, you'll get these little, it's, it's subtle. It's more subtle than the sacral. So it's the idea of, you know, in the moment you're introduced to someone, you know, immediately if you're going to get on well with them or not, like yeah. you just have an intuitive ping that's like, yep, or nope. Like you just know it and you can't, again, you, you're not meant to explain why you don't know why you might not be able to explain to someone. You're just like, I just don't vibe with them. 
you know, it's, and it's no big deal and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so those pings only come in that moment because the spleen, which is the little, um, this in the, in the energy centers, the spleen is the, um, uh, triangle that's on the left-hand side. So the right-hand side is the solar plexus. The right, the left-hand side is the spleen. Yeah. So the spleen is about survival and it's about time and it's about health. So when you think about all those things, there's an urgency, right? So it's like, you have to make those decisions in the moment. So the way that this authority works is you have an initial hit in the moment and you got to listen to it because it's going to be gone after that, because after that, you'll just have all these other ideas coming in and, you know, like, oh, well, I used to do it this way or, oh, well, I should like this person because this person, you know, my friend said I should like them. Um, But no, what you want to do is just listen to what is that first initial thought or feeling that you have about it. What if it's more subtle than sacred? Yeah. Perfect. And yeah, Heather's like, yes, that's totally her. She can totally relate. Laura West is saying the same thing. She can relate to that too. What if your center is open? Like for instance, my spleen says open. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if your center is open, that means you do not have consistent access to that energy of that center. So (laughs) it doesn't mean you don't have it because you have it. It's like in astrology, when you have an empty house, it doesn't mean that you don't have that house. Like it just, it just means it's not the um, focus of your energy and it's yeah. not where your energy you're not supposed to be putting a lot of energy into that center totally so the that spleen being yeah so the spleen being about like survival um like fear lives in the spleen um and it's about like how do i how do i um how do i make sure that i'm okay in this world yeah so that might not i mean of course everyone's in general interested in that but for you that's probably not your life's mission right. so like yeah work yeah. with like kind of that kind of a survival instinct yeah yeah you're going to be more about um, the other centers and like human emotions for example you're going to be very like wise in that area um but there's another thing i want to say about the um about the white centers versus the um the defined the undefined and the defined centers so if it's white that means that's where you receive a lot of programming from the outside world you're very open so it's like like it says, it's an open center. So you're open to other people's ideas about fears, survival, whatever, all that stuff. Um, and then if it's defined, it means you have your own ideas that you're here to like put forward. Um, so that's kind of a, a simple, hopefully simple way of putting it. Yeah. So we have some questions. Okay. So it does. It totally yeah. makes sense. So okay. Good. <laughs> Megan, yeah, no, it's good. Megan's saying with the spleen being defined, would that explain her anxiety? um no yes and no so anxiety is one of those things that is i would say is not related to any particular energy center anxiety is like it comes from our wanting something to be one way and it's not that way right? Like anxiety is like, I want my life to be this way. I want this person to be like this. And they're not like this. It's like wishing that something was different than it is. So that anxiety does not have to do with specifically any center. Um, But when you look at the centers, what you can look at is your beliefs. So like you have the defined spleen, you might have some beliefs about, um, you know, what is safe and what isn't safe or how you can, uh, you know, build something that's stable and can survive in the world. 
Um, but it's not necessarily just generically about anxiety. Anxiety is, is, yeah, it's just more about our need to like trust that we're going to be okay, no matter what. <clears throat> yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Um, let me just look here real quick. Let's see. Heather is asking, but doesn't that, I think when you were talking about like that, that ping, that knowing if someone's right yeah. for you or not, doesn't that block you from knowing someone who is learning or growing? This, this is a hard one because yeah, you, your, your mind can always come up with reasons why not. <laughs> like like your, your mind can always make something work. Like you can be like, oh, but, 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 you know, like yeah. all the different buts, but, um, but the but that I would say is, but wouldn't you want to just like, not it's this authority is a way of also not wasting your time. Um, so it's a way of like using your, like, if you know that, like, so say you're hiring someone, if you like, from what this lady is saying, you could kind of come up with a million reasons why you should hire someone. But if mm -hmm. your intuition, your spleen says no, right off the bat, you've just saved your, you, you and them a lot of time right. and possibly a lot of pain because yeah. it's, it's about really trusting your gut. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course you want to be in a place of alignment where you're not just judging someone because of their background or what they look like, or, you know, whatever. It's not about that. It's more of that, that like deep understanding of like, this is what I'm looking for in a friend, or this is what I'm looking for in an employee. And I just intuitively know that this person isn't it. I wish them well, and they, you know, have a variety of other options, but it's just not for me. For sure. And yeah, yeah. And who knows, like, I'm, I'm curious, you know, with that kind of question, uh, perhaps that person's in a certain space in that time and maybe you yes. circle back and at a yes. different time, yes. like they're in a different space. And mm -hmm. so, and then the hit yes. is right because yes. you've shifted. Yes, yeah. exactly. But if you spend too much time second guessing yourself, you're just wasting a lot of energy on that. So right. that's the point I'm kind of trying to make with authority is like, we want to make the decision and then move on. Right. we got busy we got things to do <laughs> we, got, we got things to do yeah. I mean, my question kind of is you know when we talk about all this like i i love this and i guess what i wonder is we have this human layer of you know being born with perhaps like what we think of as our soul study or we have like our parenting that we had or you know these sort of like uh these dna these lineages right that we come from that kind of influence us that may yeah. not be like who we are by human design but we have these things that um, are kind of imprinted on us. So yeah. how, you know, if you get to know your human design, you're like, okay, I'm meant to do this, but we, you know, we have inner child work to still do. Like, what do you do with that? Oh yeah. Well, human design is um, complementary with any kind of therapy, any kind of coaching that you're getting. I would never say that, oh, um, only work on your human design don't work on inner child work i think they it's going to work together really nicely with everything um just the focus of human design is that um deconditioning so that you can be more in alignment and when you're with human design it's like things shouldn't be a struggle the idea is that when you're in alignment when you're living your design um it's it's not a struggle like life is a struggle but how you respond and like knowing what to do next and feeling okay with your decisions and um, all that kind of stuff shouldn't be a struggle. 
So yeah. it's the idea of, um, you know, whatever challenge is going to come, I know how to approach it because I know what my design is. Yeah. I don't know if that kind of answers. No, no, it makes a lot of sense. So what is your cosmic clues method? Oh, yes. So the cosmic clues method, thank you, is, um, is just about like putting yourself in the right direction, pointing yourself in the right direction. So um, because I study astrology, human design, numerology, all of these different things, I've noticed how um, they, they go together so nicely. So I can look at someone's charts and say, oh, okay, so you're a manifesting generator here. And then you have an Aries North node here. Here's what it means for you. And so the idea is not about uh, human design, uh, sorry, cosmic clues answers. It's about cosmic clues. So it's not about saying this is exactly what you should do next. It's about pointing you in the right direction for your energy. So the way that I use it is all, um, if someone has a question, for example, say, how do I deal with stress? Then I can look at the cosmic indicators like Mars, for example, the planet Mars is a great one to look for um, if you're dealing with stress or trying to figure out what the best way for you to deal with stress is. And then we can identify, okay, you have Mars in you know, a certain element or you have Mars in a certain sign. And that indicates that things are going to be easier for you. Things are going to be more in flow. Things are going to be more aligned for you if you use this energy. So it's not about saying, like I said, uh, kind of like putting you in a box and yeah. saying like, these are all the answers, you know, right. done. This is, you know, who you are. It's about uh, helping you to evolve and discover who you are through the cosmic blueprint that you have. Well, and I feel like it also helps when we're in relationship, like if you're, when you're married, if you know your human design and your partners or your husbands or whoever, like their yeah. human design, then, you know, those things like where we kind of get into fights with each other, <laughs> you, can, yeah. you can understand like, oh, that's how you are. That's how you make decisions. Uh -huh. So yes. I feel like yes. that kind of helps too. Like for instance, you know, yes. I'm more like, I'm just going to go, I just want to go buy something. Like I need something. I'm going to go make it happen. <laughs> uh <-huh>. Yeah. <laughs> My husband's more like a researcher. So oh, we know that about each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to know what his human design is. That's so interesting. Cause Me yeah, I mean, like, I, like I, yeah, it's similar with my partner. Like I move so quickly and because manifesting generators, they're just like, boom, 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 boom. Like it's like, they're so fast that it's like, we have to learn how to let other people catch up <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. in relationships anyway you yeah. know it's like sometimes it's great to go like at light speed but if you want to be in a relationship with someone you have to be able to adapt to them as well so yeah cosmic clues can help us understand ourselves and also help us to adapt to the world around us without changing ourselves because that's what we don't want to do we don't want to second guess or think that we're wrong. It's like you are designed exactly as you're meant to be designed. Yeah. Well, I'm curious for you too, like how did you even, you know, get started with any of this? Like how did human yeah. design find you or you found it? And yes. And yeah. What, yeah. What oh my like? gosh. It's crazy. So when, so I had um, kind of a dark night of the soul. Um, I've had a lot of soul searching through my life, trying to figure out like, what am I good at? What am I here for? Cause I felt like, you know, even when I was kind of at that hope, the hopeless points of my life, I always was like, no, 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 I think I'm here for a reason. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to figure it out. And um, so that's kind of been, it, it's really interesting because that's reflected in my design is that I'm someone who's trying to figure out myself. And, um, and that's kind of a big theme of my life. And so um, 
I had this point where I was, you know, working in my corporate nine to five as a managing consultant, um, doing well, um, and, you know, going for promotion and all the things, but I just felt really, really unaligned with myself and what I was doing. And I felt like I was like performing a role rather than really being who I'm meant to be. Um, and it was just really eating away at my heart. And I was like, this is awful. I don't know like what's going on, but I feel like I'm wearing all these masks. And so um, I started to, I would have, my best friend um, was very into astrology. And so I was like, maybe there is something to this. Cause I always used to poo poo it, which is hilarious to me now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, Cause I would read the horoscopes. I'd be like, that doesn't apply to me, but yeah, that's a whole other thing about why horoscopes don't feel like they apply. But um, so I found someone somehow who works with the moon and I started working with the moon cycles before and that was my, the tattoo. Before this is after. before the tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Years, but like three years before the tattoos. Yeah. And, um, and I found Jennifer Rassiopi. I don't know if anyone knows her. She's American. Um, she lives on the East coast and she is just incredible. She has a system called lunar logic. And, um, and I just started working with the, moon cycles and I realized it just opened up everything it's like I just oh. finally realized like that these constructs you know it's like the constructs of the world of like we're supposed to work nine to five we're supposed to have consistent energy all day we're supposed to never have emotions we're supposed to you know all this patriarchal bs yeah. was just coming undone in my in me and I was like, oh my God, this is like changing everything about how I see the world, how I see myself, how I see my relationships, my parents, my past, my future. And, um, and so working with, so from that point, I was like, well, if that's just one, you know, luminary, one planet, it's not a planet, but a luminary in astrology, what about the other ones? Yeah, <laughs> so, right. so then, yeah. And so then I started learning about astrology and I just started self-teaching, you know, and I did a bunch of different courses and like read loads. And I was just like a sponge for information. Mm -hmm. When I came across human design, um, this was like a, only a year ago. Like, I think I started coming across human design. Oh yes. I got a reading from someone. I did a mastermind with my coach, um, who's amazing. And as part of the mastermind, she surprised us with a human design reading. And I was like, what, this is a whole other layer. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> it was just incredible. And it just continues to blow my mind with all these different systems. I know there's the Enneagram. I haven't even learned that yet. I have a book, right. um, but there's just so much out there that inspired me and helped me to realize that I am okay just the way I am and I'm completely mm -hmm. worthy of all the things that I want that no dream is too big that I don't have to be more quiet more you know like right. or like all yeah. these things that people have told me since I was a kid right yeah right. I just realized wow like I need to be unapologetic about what I want and who I am and yeah. so yeah so that's been my my journey so right now I um I still work part-time well I'm on maternity leave right now um I work part-time but I am um, also a life coach and that is like my future um yeah. and I'm so so excited just to finally have something that I'm so passionate about and that I feel like I'm uniquely designed to do yeah. so yeah all the things that's kind of my short story in a nutshell. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, I feel like for you finding human design or even finding like that one nugget, like we talk about like these breadcrumbs, like that moon yeah. thing, it's almost mm -hmm. like that quantum leap began. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. when yeah, definitely. That. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, so what do you, I mean, are you, are you, is there a certification? Like, are you certified in human design? No. So there are, it's, it's so interesting. So like, uh, like all of the spiritual and um, kind of um, esoteric arts, none of them have one certification. Yeah. So you could go to, I mean, in astrology, you could get a certification at any number of schools. Um, same with human design. There are some individual people that do certifications. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not certified in human design or astrology, but it's like, no, There's I get just, it though. Like you, you've learned so yeah. much. Like you, when you want to dive into something, like I'm not certified in the chakras, but like yeah, I know it's so like, much. Like there's no like the, the certification is almost like a construct in a sense it is it yeah. really is and and there there is a specific um like a numerology like if you're a seven life pass you're probably trying to collect all the diplomas that are out there and right. but it's like our goal our challenge is to recognize our own inner authority and just our ability to know what is right for us and what isn't um i've done trainings with an amazing human design teacher called jess fields who i highly recommend who is starting to do mentorships and she's creating I think a certification program but um, if that feels good to you great but I think the the thing about certification I know I'm going on a tangent but the thing about certifications is that if it feels good to you if you know what you're going to get out of it do it for sure I am certified as a life coach by the way Um, but if if just notice if you're approaching a certification from a insecurity from like, yeah. oh, I need to have this paper. I need right. to have this this logo on my website in order to feel yeah. confident because yeah. that shouldn't shouldn't be happening. No, I agree with you about that. Like for instance, when I um when I did my yoga teacher training years ago, mm. like that that boosted my knowledge so much. It was mm. I, I wanted that, I needed it. I had been teaching before that, but everything I knew after taking that, it was like a whole different level. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So I feel like well, it can be that. useful, definitely. Yeah. But it didn't keep me, you know, from from teaching, but what I learned, it's like when you get that training, it's like, well, how do I learn best? You know, am mm-hmm. I a self-study? You know, if I'm going to go out and yes. do this or be a practitioner, uh, I think to your point too, it just depends. Like what knowledge do I need and how can I best get that? And if it is yes. a certification or if it is some kind of training or it's just self-study, it's going to, it's going to be up to that, that particular person. Definitely. Like, like um, there are coaches out there that are certified and aren't, I yeah. decided to get a certification and I'm happy that I did. Um, but it, I don't think that it makes me a better or worse coach. You know what yeah. I mean? It's absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. it's interesting. Cause going through trainings, like I have gone through, I am not a certified coach, but mm-hmm. the trainings that I do have, I've gone through coach trainings and I have, yeah. you know, my ma- a master's like, all those yeah. things, you know, added up and no one ever asks, no one ever. No, <laughs> people don't care. People yeah. just like, cause, cause the certification is really about you. Yeah. Whereas when people are coming to you for help, it's about them. They're like, can you help me? Yes or no. <laughs> That's all they care about. Can you help me feel better about, you know, my body? Can you help me find my soulmate? Can you help me build a business? Like whatever it is, they don't care. Like what, what diploma you yeah. have. <laughs> yeah. No, completely. No one's yeah. ever even asked me ever. Yeah. Um, so Heather's uh, saying, I love that it doesn't require any certification. She's looking for some more tangible additions to her coaching plans. Ooh, yeah. One thing that I will say, Heather, <laughs> is also just to trust, like you have so much already. Yeah. Like I've been there where I'm like, oh, I need to add this to be better at what I do. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. actually like, it might be nice to have something for you, 
But mm -hmm. I will tell you right now, like you have everything you need to be doing what it is you say you want to do. And as those things come along to add in, like, as I was coaching, I added in a, a body scan training to learn like an intuitive chakra scan Ooh, or I yeah. added in because yeah. it was like fascinating to me. And, and I'm so glad I yes. have that, yeah. but I was also already good at what I was doing. And that just kind of added, it was quicker. It was quicker yeah. for me to be able yeah. to get, like, I want to go quicker. I want to get yeah, quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I love that. And if you are deciding, so if you're emotional authority, Heather, like think about, um, okay, ride the wave. Like, do I want to include human design in my practice or not? like ride the wave of that. Um, think about all the pros, all the cons, and then think about how do you start living it yourself first? Because like, for me, I spent years actually experimenting with how things work for me, how things work in, I have like a wellness platform business, um, before I started then thinking, okay, now I can teach people. So it's all about, yeah, just, just really tuning in to like why you want to do it, um, is it something you're passionate about or is it something you just think you should do? Cause we don't like the shoulds, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Or, you know, what I've noticed sometimes, um, with, with coaching clients is sort of that feeling of like, not enough. Like if they, like, if it's more like, um, like when you mentioned before, like the confidence, like you were kind of talking yeah. about confidence, it's more like the insecurity, right? It's like, uh, more like the confidence to begin when yes. they already have, like I've seen this so many times where someone actually has enough in them. They already have mm -hmm. it all, but yes. it's that insecurity of like, well, I need one more thing to feel legitimate or to yes. feel, know what yes. I'm doing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a very common thing, yeah. but, it, it, but you're right, Steph. It's like, think about the things that you are already so good at and they're probably, and there's so many of them, you know, um, if you, if you look at like what you've done and what you've overcome in your life, that's going to be the way that you probably know that you can help other people. Yeah, totally. Um, well, let's see. <laughs> so like much. There's so much. <laughs> how, much how much more time do we have? You're I know. Amazing. This has been so brilliant. I don't want to like oh. risk up your time with us too. Yeah, no, sure. Um, Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. I, I just love talking about human design. Again, it's, it's just a system that is all about how do we use our energy to the best of our ability. It's not about, um, you know, here's the five steps to success. It's really more complex than that. It's like, okay, how do you then start living your design daily and actually practicing it? So with authority, yeah. what I suggest for people after today is to start putting it into practice for the next two weeks, always experiment in two week segments. Cause the first yeah. week you won't do it. You'll procrastinate. And then the second week you'll do it. And then, but do two weeks and think, okay, if I'm emotional authority, I'm going to ride my wave, um, over every big decision, you know, medium size or big decision that you have this week yeah. and then see what it feels like. What happens? What are the results? Like write it down. Okay. I decided that I was going to take this day off or that I decided that I was not going to see my family for Thanksgiving because of COVID, whatever, like whatever your decisions are, like write them down and write what the results are and where you were on the wave and start just noticing when you're feeling like those low days, it's probably because you're at the bottom of the wave. It's okay. It's totally natural. You're going to go back up eventually. It's cool. Yeah. It's all part totally. of it. Yeah. Um, okay. One more one more question I, I yeah. wanted because I feel like this is so important because okay so Heather's got one more and um no there's never any offense taken so she's like no offense but no. I feel like confidence coaches are a dime a dozen these days what makes <laughs> one stand out from another that's my question 
Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Well, I think what makes them stand out is if, um, if it, like when you're talking to them, when you are reading what they put out there. Well, just to reiterate, it, sorry, just, so she is moving okay. into confidence coaching. So a new business oh, like to be okay, a confidence okay, okay. coach. And so yes. I sort of just, so I'll just say like it's sort of in the beginning stages. And yeah. so I think what she's asking is she feels like a confidence coach is a dime a dozen. Like what makes her, what would make her stand out? I mean, it's oh, the same okay. thing with Thank psychics, mediums. Like you yeah. want to be a psychic, you want to be a medium, you want to yeah. be a life yeah. coach. Like how are people going to come to you versus like the bazillion zillion other people or right. you be a massage therapist you want to be yeah. yeah this is such a great question because this is like the most common question like I get with my clients as well as like but how am I special like you know that's what you're really asking it's like how, yeah. but like, wait like, but why how would me yeah why would people come to me and um I mean oh there's so many good juicy answers to this so first of all like you could also say that about astrologers you could say like yeah. oh my gosh there's so and, many astrologers and Why would human anyone... design people human design like, yeah human yeah. design readers yeah diamond dozen it's becoming so popular um but the reality is is that you are super special and super unique and it's about getting to know that because once you know that then you know that it's not about, oh, I have a program that like no one's ever done before. It's not about that because I mean, nothing is new under the sun, right? Like yeah. people, it's not about having the new shiny thing. It's right. about knowing with certainty that you are able to be of service to people. Yeah. So me as a life coach, there's so many different life coaches, but no one has the same energy that I have and the same experiences that I have in my life that I can then translate into helping people. So people are going to be drawn to your energy. So it, it's like be about putting out like the best of yourself so that people can then see that and then be magnetized to you. So it's not about like trying to be anything. You just have mm -hmm. to be yourself. You don't want to like try and fit into any other box. It's about discovering like, okay, what is it that I have that I'm super like designed to do that I'm great at what are my experiences that um, other people can understand and then see like for example um, because I I have a nine-to-five and I'm leaving it to go full-time in my business so I'm attracting a lot of people that have nine-to-fives and want to go full-time in their business right yeah. so talk yeah. about your story share like yeah you know, your own experiences. Um, but yeah, don't worry about the only reason you're thinking that is because you're probably focusing more on you and how you feel insecure rather than how can I help other people, right? It's like, once you focus on, okay, how can I help other people? The, in the, the insecurities become a lot less, um, a lot quieter and a lot less loud. Oh, perfect. I feel like so much of my heart when you're saying that, like, I just feel it so much. I feel, <laughs> how would I not? <laughs> the how emotional wave <laughs> like, oh i feel it so much how would i not feel it yes. oh my gosh well how if someone wanted to you know find more about you where would they mm -hmm. find you do you have like a free yeah. gift for us yes. tell us what you got yes definitely so um so i uh have a probably the best place is on instagram if people are on instagram so my instagram is just at rachel onajaffe and um, I'm doing a series right now on archetypes, which is really cool um, based on your midheaven sign. So it's all about like, what is your superpower out in the world? So was it Heather who asked the question about what makes her special? Go look yeah. at the archetypes, find your archetype, and then it's gonna blow your mind. You're gonna have so much fun with it. Oh, um, and then um, I'm also on Facebook.
Facebook, I have a free Facebook group where I go live and, and things like that called uh, Dream to Action with Rachel and Ajafi. And yes, I would love to give you guys in this group, I'll find the exact link and um, give it to you, Steph, or I can post it um, for 10% off of a Cosmic Clues reading. If anyone would like one, um, there's 60 minute readings. Um, I do that in addition to my one-to-one -one coaching. Um, and if anyone just like has a question that they want to focus on right away, we can look at that. Yeah, great. Yeah. So many heart bombs. Oh <laughs> I wish I could see them. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Yeah, well, I can see them. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much. This has been amazing. I really appreciate you being yeah. here with us. Oh, you're welcome. I love it. I love the opportunity to talk about this because I'm so passionate about the cosmic being real. It's not just like an intellectual exercise, like, oh, this is interesting. Another personality test. It's like, this is something that is going to change your life for the better yeah. if you start to live it and use it and like yeah. stop trying to fit into other people's boxes and yeah, just do you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Just be you. Be your beautiful mm. self. Yes, yes. Oh, Rachel, thank you. I appreciate you so much. And uh, I know it's late for, later for you. You're over in, yes, I mean, in England. So yeah, uh, yeah. Was yeah I'm going to go today. make dinner now. <laughs> all right. Well, enjoy oh. the beautiful baby. And um, yes, thank you so much for having me. Love you all. Bye, Steph. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, subscribe. You can also leave some stars and a comment so you can help others know about this podcast and benefit from it as well. I would love to invite you into my membership sisterhood group, sisterhood group of soul-led women who are seeking clarity and using our intuition to turn our passions into profits. I have a special for podcast listeners. It's only a dollar to join for your first month. You get a whole catalog of courses to help you lead your soul-led life and weekly classes on everything from speaking your truth to how to use intuitive tools like pendulum, like the tarot, like crystals. There are hot seats for you to explore your gifts and special guests as well. It's a beautiful place to be with an incredible group of supportive women. It truly is a sisterhood. I would love for you to join. You can join using the link bit.ly backslash activate membership group. That is bit.ly backslash activate membership group. I'd love to get you in there. Till next time.